following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Thursdays on the Huge Show across Michigan are brought to you by Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Garter. At the end of the year, they'll be merging with Dorn Mayhew from the east side of the state, and they'll be stronger together. They can help your business from retirement planning, payroll, audits, tax help, and more. Go to BeanGarter.com to find out about the merger and also how Bean Garter is stronger together with Dorn Mayhew. That is B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. Thursdays on the Huge Show across Michigan are presented by Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Garter. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan, it's time for the huge show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the huge show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1 866 838 HUGE. That's 1 866 838 4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to begin another statewide journey on the only syndicated afternoon sports radio show. 19 stations strong. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. There you can listen to the free online stream weekdays at 3. And on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show. And you can listen live anywhere in the world where you have mobile service. Inside this broadcast, we'll get to the latest story that... Michigan football is under investigation by the NCAA for allegedly scouting future opponents in person in order to steal signs. Two of Michigan's opponents revealed to Yahoo Sports that they became aware the Wolverines knew their signs and week eight opponent Michigan State has been notified of alleged in-person scouting. Wow. Late Wednesday afternoon, the Big Ten Conference and the University of Michigan were notified by the NCAA Witch Hunt Committee. Not exactly the official title, but I'll take you there in a moment. So late Wednesday afternoon, the Big Ten Conference and University of Michigan were notified by the NCAA that the NCAA was investigating allegations, remember, allegations of sign-stealing by the University of Michigan football program, the Big Ten said in a statement. The Big Ten Conference has notified Michigan State University and future opponents. The Big Ten Conference considers the integrity of competition to be of utmost importance and will continue to monitor the investigation. The conference will have no further comment at this time. Now, they did have a photo of Harbaugh. He had a periscope in a submarine outside Spartan Stadium. I don't know if there's any connection there, but we'll keep you posted on the huge sign-stealing special. Allegations. Allegations. In-person sign-stealing. That issue is NCAA bylaw 11-.6-.1. Off-campus in-person scouting of future opponents in the same season is prohibited, 
Sign stealing itself is not technically against the rules unless it involves electronic equipment to record and inform players or coaches of signals during games. So off-campus scouting of future opponents in the same season is prohibited. But then they go on to say, and they're so NCAA, all right, yeah, off-campus in-person scouting of future opponents in the same season is prohibited. But if you steal the signs and you just remember them and you don't use electronic equipment to record it, it's okay. Yeah, I use the phrase witch hunt. Cheeseburger. Alleged sign stealing. The investigation comes as I read the story from CBSSports.com on the heels of Michigan's self-imposed three-game suspension for Jim Harbaugh for alleged, and again, big key is alleged, but in America, you're guilty until proven innocent. I want to see Harbaugh walk into the NCAA courtroom with a big pair of binoculars. You're out of order. You're out of order. The entire NCAA is out of order. Oh, so those allegations were impermissible recruiting and coaching during the COVID-19 dead period. But God forbid that you talk to a kid who had leukemia, whatever. Okay. Harbaugh is also accused of providing false Accused again, accused, alleged. This is a John Grisham novel. Signs. Hey, Chucky, did you go to the Michigan State-Washington game? Did you get those signs? Because they're really important for the Spartan game because Washington just steamrolled them. Hey, Bobby, did you go to the Rutgers game? I need the signs. Did you see the signs on the punt block? Or the ball ripped out on the onside kick? Did you? You got that sign? I got a sign for you. My hand's a banana. Peel back four fingers. Oh, my God. NCAA has this pay-for-play going on with NIL. Guys, are 100 decades. What, you get 400 grand? Oh, you only got 70 at Michigan. What commercial did Hunter Dickinson ever do for name, image, and likeness? Michigan under NCAA investigation for illegal scouting. You got the discipline on the alleged other violations will happen next year. Oh, Harbaugh, Michigan number two. They scout future opponents in person. Uh, Allegations. Hmm. Yeah, I think if I'm Nebraska or I'm Minnesota, I would use that as an excuse because you got your asses waxed. A bikini wax with a maize and blue logo on them. Allegations, accusations, no confirmations. I sound like I'm doing a new huge rap song. 
one of the lead stories in college football. Not, not Penn State, Ohio State, but the NCAA and their cronies going after Harbaugh and Michigan. So here's what I don't get, okay? Off-campus, in-person scouting of future opponents in the same season is prohibited. Hmm. But sign stealing itself is not technically against the rules unless it involves electronic equipment to record and inform players or coaches of signals during games. Does that not, when you read, that's the NCAA bylaw, 11 6 period 1. So Harbaugh is a cheater again. Oh, and here come my Michigan State friends, fresh off of. Tucker Gate trying to FaceTime me. And anytime a Michigan State friend tries to FaceTime me, my first thought is on that automatic text reply, are you clothed? This is unbelievable. Just garbage. Just garbage. Superfly, will you will you uh, we got Jake Butt in about three. What, 15 minutes, he'll join us. So you see a ballast or someone can jump on and talk about this breaking story with the sign stealing under another NCAA investigation, why they're trying to tarnish a borderline pope of college coaching in Harbaugh. That'd be like someone saying to the pope, you're stealing signs at mass. So off-campus in-person scouting of future opponents in the same season is prohibited. Sign stealing itself is not technically against the rules unless it involves electronic equipment to record and inform players or coaches of signals during games. Mm. NCAA is a joke. Look at your NIL. Pay to play everywhere. It's a joke. You got safety, Ballas. Pay-to-play, rampant everywhere in college sports, but the NCAA and the Big Ten are going to drive the bus over Harbaugh and Michigan again, announcing an NCAA investigation that the Big Ten is monitoring for illegal scouting. But at issue is NCAA bylaw 11-6-1, off-campus in-person scouting of future opponents in the same season is prohibited. Sign stealing itself is not technically against the rules unless it involves electronic equipment to record and inform players or coaches of signals during games. I remember they used to go after Belichick for that when he was winning all the time with the Patriots, right? Sure, he'd show up at a Jets practice with a camera. Who doesn't? I think Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com. He's standing by. I want to get his thoughts on this garbage. How you doing, Chris? Good, buddy. How are you? All right. Uh, am I missing anything uh, in this story that I guess uh, late Wednesday afternoon, the Big Ten Conference and the University of Michigan were notified by the NCAA that they were investigating allegations of sign stealing by the Michigan yeah. football program? Again, allegations, accusations, no hard evidence, no facts. And even when I read that NCAA bylaw, it's ambiguous on both sides on what it's saying. 
Yeah, the one thing you can't do though is is go to games, uh, have somebody there um, scouting a team, and right, you know right. if they had somebody and sent them with a camera and were taking their signs from the sideline or whatever. And I think that's what's alleged here. And I don't know uh, as of this afternoon, Michigan hadn't seen the evidence on that, um, so it's hard to say. Um, you know, if it's if they do have evidence of that, but uh, it was interesting. They let Michigan State know. They let everybody else know that hey, you know, looking at this game, we can tell it sure looks like they were stealing signals. And uh, which again isn't illegal technically, uh, not no technically about it. That part is not illegal. Uh, what would be illegal is if they were sending somebody to these games and saying, "Okay, um, we need a coach or a graduate assistant or somebody to go and watch these games and and take their signals or whatever." And the reason that rule was changed in 1994 actually was just a cost cutting thing. It's not like everybody was like, "Well, you shouldn't be watching their signals." It's something that everybody does, uh, but it's against the rules. So if Michigan was doing it, then yeah, then they are probably going to get punished for it. And uh, now basically the burden of proof is on the NCAA. And we've heard all kinds of theories. You know, somebody said Ryan Day hired a, and you know, an FBI agent to to scout it, you know, and look at it and everything else. And then we we've heard uh, from a pretty good source that Rutgers was probably the one that complained about it first, and Greg Schiano, which makes yeah. sense if you remember his halftime interview. So, um, but regardless, it's just another distraction something that Michigan has to deal with here, and, and hopefully there's nothing to it. So basically, if Michigan is getting their signs from watching video, which now you have so much video out there with games and everything, slow-mo, you can DVR, you got it all there, cut it up, you got video teams. If you're figuring out their system from watching video and you weren't in stadium, there's yeah. nothing illegal here, correct? No, exactly. And that's the funny part about it is, you know, if they did this, uh, you know, it's ridiculous. They didn't have to. You get you get access to the All-22 film of every game, you know, zoom in and, and watch it from there, uh, you know, not necessarily from the TV feed, but, you know, there are several other camera angles and things like that that, uh, that you have access to, so there's really no reason to do it, number one. Number two, Clemson's been doing this for years in terms of breaking down, uh, you know, stealing signals. You're basically doing your team a disservice if you're not doing it, and I think everybody is, as as long as you're doing it legally. And at the point that the NCAA is making here is that, okay, supposedly or allegedly Michigan is paying somebody to go to a game and film something for them to come back and, you know, and base their, and base their game plan around the, the signals that they're stealing illegally. So, um, yeah, it is what it is. And, and if they did that, then it's pretty stupid in my opinion, number one. Um, number two, if, if it did happen and speaking to the people of Michigan, then, then people will get in trouble for it. There's no question about it. Uh, you know, Michigan is uh, claims to be rules followers and everything else, and and sticklers for the rules. And if that were the case, then um, then I would expect some heads to roll, no matter how high they went. So uh, we also were told that you know Jim Harbaugh has not been implicated in any way as of yet. You know, there's no evidence in, in, at all that he's involved. And I'm sure that you know people would be skeptical about that and say, sure, uh, yeah, you know, you don't know what's going on in your own program, and I understand that completely. So, but again, uh, jumping to conclusions here would be premature and I think we have to see what NC, what evidence the NCAA has and how this plays out but it's not going to affect the season uh, from what we've t- been told it's like you know Michigan would have 90 days to respond if they were to get a notice of allegations from the NCAA which they have not yet and uh you know, if uh, maybe it would come to taking down banners or something like that, if they, you know, if it was proven that indeed this was happening. Have you heard anything from your sources that anybody connected to 
the University of Michigan sent individuals to scout opponents at games on the road? No. And I think that you will see, um, you know, we'll see if they deny it. It'll be interesting because, you know, you don't know uh, if there's evidence out there. And uh, I think you will probably hear some denials in some forms. Um, maybe Jim Harbaugh won't be able to comment on it again because it's an ongoing investigation or whatever. But, um, no, we have not heard that. But, uh, again, doesn't mean it hasn't happened. And if they have evidence of it, then, uh, you know what, they're going to have to deal with it. So we will watch it and see how it plays out. Chris Ballas of the Wolverine.com. You can follow this story. Oh, no, by the way, uh, Michigan State at Michigan. I do find it funny that uh, Harbaugh would have to break NCAA, <laughs> allegedly break NCAA rules against Rutgers, Minnesota, Nebraska, or Michigan State. Sure, I'm buying that. You can follow the story, Chris, and the Wolverine.com team. They always give you both sides of the story with Anthony Broom and Clayton Safey. Chris, thanks for the update. I got Jake Butt. Up next, I like big butts, and I cannot lie. He's going to join us. I'll ask him about it, okay? Sounds great, and I'll be listening. Thanks, Where, Where's Jake Where's Jake at right now? Is he doing Big Ten Network? Is he doing Fox? I know he's all over the place. Yeah, Big Ten Network. He's calling games. Uh, he's one of the best in the business. Yeah. Comers, man. He's, he does sure a great is. job. I will be very interested to hear his opinion on that. Yeah, he'll be coming up on the huge show. So, Superfly uh, actually hooked us up with Jake Butt, which – is a great get for one of the greatest producers ever, a great golfer, a great producer, and a great person. Yeah, I'll give you two out of three on that one. A little meatloaf. Two out of three ain't bad. Baby, I (laughs) can talk all night. Thank you, Chris Ballas. From the Wolverine.com, Jake Budd will get his thoughts on this story and also the state of Michigan football and the game against Michigan State. Jake Butt, former Wolverine tight end, now TV broadcaster, Superfly has them lined up next. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. No one cares what you've been through. No one cares about your hopes, your dreams, your desire to make a difference in this world. Guess what? That isn't true. Law enforcement cares. That's why people join the force. Maybe they came from a world where those things are true. Maybe they didn't. But here's something they have in common. They do care. Maybe you should consider being around people who truly care about you. Visit michiganpolicechiefs.org and start the conversation. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Josh Garvey. Now, he is a managing shareholder at Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew at the end of the year. And with the merger, there is growth and a chance for you to fill an executive or other high-level finance-related roles, either at Bean Garter here in downtown Grand Rapids or over at the Dorn Mayhew World Headquarters in Troy or at any of their offices across the country and around the world. They have a national specialized talent pool with ideal candidates for long-term placement, ongoing support for post-placement success. So if you're looking for that next chapter in your professional career, talk to Josh Garvey and the team at Bean Garter. Easiest way, you can call Bean Garter, ask for Josh Garvey, or go to their website, B-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-R.com, or look for Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew, on Facebook and on Twitter. Ladies, let's go see some men. Uh-huh. 
The show. Friday, November 17th at Soaring Eagle Casino. Come meet the men of your wicked dreams for an affordable night of laughs. And maybe some mischief. Oh the boys are back in town. Tickets for 18 plus, just $25. On sale now. At the box office and etix.com. Sexy costume. Hot dance moves. Your sensational night of fun returns. Hunks. The show. November 17th at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Van Andel Institute Purple Community is a grassroots fundraising network powered by the dedicated volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve human health now and in the future. When you raise funds through the Van Andel Institute Purple Community, 100% of the proceeds go directly to the Institute's research into diseases like cancer and Parkinson's, as well as VAI science education programs. Learn how you can get involved at purplecommunity.org. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Show is back live across Michigan. 19 radio stations strong for the one close to you. Go to thehugeshow.net. Later in this broadcast, former Lion, current Lions broadcaster Lomas Brown, his weekly appearance with Josh Garvey, the managing shareholder at Bean Carter. We'll talk about the Lions win at Tampa. Look ahead to the Lions in Baltimore in our NFL picks. That's before we are done with this broadcast. Tim Stout from Stout on Sports on Michigan, Michigan State. Saturday night, we'll hear from Tim from our affiliate AM 730 The Game. John Borden from the Wolverine.com on the game. And also the latest story that broke this afternoon, NCAA investigating Harbaugh for allegations that they stole signs by sending someone to opponent's games. Again, it's all accusations. A lot to talk about. Jake Butt, speaking of Michigan, one of the best tight ends to ever play in Ann Arbor, now ascending up the broadcast ladder, doing a fantastic uh, job with his voice and face on TV, podcast, and radio. He's standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee Guest Line. Welcome in, my friend. Hey, man. Thank you guys for having me. Excited to uh, dive into some of this stuff with you guys. All right. What about the breaking news from this afternoon? Uh, more allegations. NCAA has to announce uh, an investigation of sign stealing. I, I I could see teams breaking down video and having an analyst or somebody learn signs, but I, I don't see Harbaugh sending somebody to a stadium. I just don't. Yeah, no, I mean, that's everything I know about Coach Harbaugh. That doesn't make sense to me. Um, you know, on one end, it's like this is so unbelievable. Like, why would they – this team's so loaded. Like, why would you, why would you steal signs? Right? Like that. That it doesn't make sense to me. But on the other end, I say, well, man, if it's so unbelievable, why would you accuse someone of that? Um, here's the thing. You made the distinction. It is not illegal to steal signs. Okay. Like we, I, I stole signs within a game. Like if a cornerback was showing us his palms, we knew it was palms coverage, which is covered too. You know, teams still stole our signs, and, and sometimes it cost us. That is legal. Sending someone on the road, though, to scout in person is illegal. So that's something to watch here. Look, this news just broke. We don't have enough information. It's worth following, though, for sure. It is a story, and it's everywhere where you look. Because I kind of – I say this. If you're 
If you're going in person to steal signs, so you would have maybe a phone camera and it looks like you're just, you know, you're following the sign guys, but you're not going to be close unless you're buying good seats. And I I will say this, Jake, and again, uh, everybody has a right to an accusation or allegation, but if I'm going to go on the road to steal signs, I don't think I'm doing it against Rutgers, Nebraska, Minnesota, (laughs) or Michigan State. I'm just saying that that's my personal opinion, and I'm sticking with it. The risk-reward isn't quite there, is it? Um, And also, like, look, you can even see TV copies. Like, you're allowed to use TV copies. We've done it, particularly on special teams. Um, You know, you remember that that Bill Belichick blocked field goal earlier in the year where they timed the snap count and he came running from the sideline? Like, they're they're looking at TV copies and looking at snap counts for that kind of thing. So, you know, again, it's like, I don't really know – like I can't see how this would be anything more than a marginal benefit to your team with how good the team is this year. So it's like, why risk it? But again, like, Hey, let's, let's investigate. The the line is clear. You have to protect integrity. I I find it hard to believe, but we can definitely let this, this unfold and, and track it as it goes. It wouldn't surprise me if one, like I said, a, a young football analyst, somebody on that, staff or inside Schembechler Hall and same place at Ohio State, Michigan State, all around the country, that somebody doesn't try and crack the code using the video. I believe you would get no competitive advantage by going in person. You get much more where you can slow it down, replay it. Uh, Your video crew can break it down. Uh, Someone can come in and say, we think this is this, 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 which is legal per that NCAA bylaw that does say off-campus in-person scouting of future opponents in the same season uh, is prohibited. So I, when you were at Michigan, Jake, and Jake Butt, by the way, former Wolverine tight end, great broadcaster uh, joining us. We'll talk about that in a few moments. Uh, Was there somebody who was there on – any staff you were playing for that was there to crack the code? Um, to be honest, I, I really don't know. Like I, I, I just, it certainly wasn't discussed um, or prioritized. And like, really, I don't. The, the only time I can think of something is is when we would see, you know, a team was either running cover two or cover two palms, and really all that difference is is in palms coverage the corners are active in the run game. They turn and face the quarterback, and if it's an outside zone, they trigger. So we saw one team on tape where we we showed their signal and said, hey, when these guys show each other their palms, that's palms coverage. Outside of that, it really never came up. You know, to be it really never came up. So um, I don't – you know, I don't know. It's smart to have someone see if you can get tipped off on it, right? Here's another thing about this. Like, you see guys doing signals on the sideline. And it's like, well, how do you keep the signals fresh? Well, really what teams do is is they have four or five guys signaling things, and only one of them is the right guy, you know? So the the offense knows which guy to look at, but the defense doesn't. If you're smart, though, you can see someone's BSing those signals and someone is locked in and focused. That rarely, if ever, comes up on a TV broadcast. So I, I... I don't know. This is crazy. I, I, I don't know. I, I really don't have much to say. It's just this all came out. It, it, it's quite quite crazy to uh, to even see this as an allegation. 
Jake Butt, I mentioned former Michigan tight end, great broadcaster. So, uh, Big Ten Network, uh, you're doing a podcast, you, uh, you do all these radio interviews. Uh, are you doing Fox, too? Because I see on TV and all these channels kind of, you know, especially now with the streaming, I, I can't keep track of where everybody's at. So, where are you doing football color commentary right now? I call a game every single weekend for the Big Ten Network. I'm with our uh, our A crew, so we'll be in uh, Nebraska, Northwestern this weekend. Sneaky good game. I know it's not going to get the headlines of Penn State, Ohio State. But, uh, yeah, I call a game every single weekend. And then, you know, I'm in studio with the Big Ten Network. I'm also in studio with a network. It's a streaming service called Stadium. Um, watch Stadium on YouTube TV and on YouTube and everything. And, uh we do a daily show. Joshua Perry and I, the former Ohio State Buckeyes, so we break down some football. Yep, I do. I do the USFL, the Spring League with Fox, and do some radio on XM. And basically, what I'm saying is, uh, I'm one of the lucky ones. I get I get to talk uh, talk about football for a living, and, and I really enjoy it. And, and as much as I can do it, I try to do it. All right. So, in breaking things down from what you've seen of Michigan, uh, what your analyst and partners at the Big Ten Network have told you, uh, where is Michigan better or where are they worse than the last two teams? So I I think where where Michigan's better, this roster is loaded. And I was counting guys today who who could get drafted. And if you assume J.J. leaves, if you assume some guys leave early that are capable, I I think you're looking at pretty easily right now 14 guys that will get drafted, just 14. And I didn't even go too deep into it. That was just off the top of my head. So basically, the, the roster's loaded. The offensive line continues to be strong under Sharon Moore. you got a deep running back room. Where they're better offensively is J.J. McCarthy specifically has taken that step. And they have a number one receiver in Roman Wilson. And part of that isn't just their talent. Part of that is Sharon Moore as a play in year two of being a play caller and letting, instead of running the ball 40 times and winning against lesser teams, they're working in passing concepts, knowing like that's going to benefit them down the stretch of the season. Um, you know, defensively, two years ago, you don't have Aiden Hutchinson and Ojabo on this team, but the sums are greater that the, the sum is greater than the parts with these guys. They, they bring blitzes from all over the field. The, the number one thing, though, that, that's better is every year Michigan has talent. This team has a belief that they are one of the best country teams in the country, and now they have data and wins and games to prove that that is the case. I think what I'm seeing from this team this year, the biggest difference, they, they lost to TCU in a game they never should have lost last year. We know it. You know it. All of us know it. They stayed out there and watched the confetti, and then they went, to the, they went to the presser and said, hey, we will be better because of this. This will not happen again. Here's the catch. Everybody does that these days. You know, it's a thing now. When you lose the Super Bowl, you stay out to watch the confetti. Everybody does that. Very few put in the work to make sure that that actually does not happen again. Michigan has been putting in the work. They have been improved upon every area. They're tackling angles defensively. Their, their uh, passing game concepts, and J.J.'s taken the step. So, so this team has answered the call and done what's necessary to improve, and I think they're ready to reach their goals of uh, competing for a national title. I did see, I think it was CBSSports.com, had J.J. McCarthy at, you know, as a top-seven pick in the draft in Detroit, the NFL draft coming up in April. Do you think he's elevated now to being a top-ten pick in the draft and – is he gone after the season? 
Yeah, so, I mean, quarterback is one of those interesting positions where, you know, it, it depends on how teams feel. Like, hey, if there's only two quarterbacks in the draft, let's say it's just J.J. McCarthy and Caleb Williams, and let's say no one else really worth mentioning. Though, of course, we know Drake May and Michael Penix and a bunch of But if it's just two guys, as soon as Caleb Williams would get drafted, the teams that needed a quarterback would scramble to get the next one. So it depends not just on J.J., but the depth of the position as a whole um, going into the draft this year. I'm pretty sure this is a pretty deep quarterback class. Certainly, I think J.J. at his best can be a first-round talent. I I do think he's got that potential. He makes some of those sexy, elite, special plays. So I think he's capable of it, but he'll need to continue on the path that he's currently on for the rest of the season um, in order to solidify that chance to go first round. How can Michigan State shock the college football world and win on Saturday night at home? Yeah, I I think really this one comes down to, look, if we talk logically – there's no conversation here, right? All logic, it's a 20-second conversation. Michigan has them completely outmatched in any way you spin it. But if we recognize the truth that is, Michigan-Michigan State is, a, is an emotional rivalry based on hatred, then you say that you never count a team out. So with that in mind, I really think the making of an upset comes down to a few things, and the number one thing is starting fast. You know, Michigan – believes they're the better team, and frankly, Michigan State probably believes that too. Deep down, they know it to be true. So if Michigan comes out and starts fast and jumps to a big lead, Michigan State's going to kind of – you kind of confirm that belief psychologically that, hey, you guys can't hang with us. But the flip side's also true. If Michigan State can find a way to hang around into the second quarter through the first half, all of a sudden the pressure goes on the favorite. The pressure starts to go on Michigan. And Michigan State's on the sideline saying, hey, guys, this is what we do in these games. We can do it. We can beat it. So starting fast is critical. That in mind, I would expect if I was Michigan defensively, I would be prepared for a bunch of trick plays, gadget plays, disguise plays. That's what Michigan State's going to have to do to start fast. I just don't think they can go toe-to-toe and box with Michigan for 60 minutes. I know the Spartans are really concerned that Harbaugh might have stolen their signals and they were notified by the Big Ten and the NCAA of possible sign stealing. Be on the lookout for sign stealers in maize and blue. Unbelievable. I'm irritated by that story, Jake. I really am. I'm just, I'm irritated. I've seen dumber things in sports. But there is no competitive advantage by sending someone there unless you send them with a drone and they're they're taping everything. Uh, yeah. You have video, you have video crews, you have access to more video than anybody on the planet at these big schools. Uh, but it makes for a headline where it's tough to find a headline right now because Michigan is a 25-point favorite over Michigan State on Saturday night. How do you think yeah. that game plays out? What's your final thought on that? I just think really maybe it's close early on just because of the rivalry factor, but Michigan is kind of like a wrestler. They just, they lean on you and they push you up against the cage and they, they just, they have that heavy body weight that exhausts you over 60 minutes. I just kind of think it's a slow bleed out death for Michigan state. Um, I don't think, you know, the, the best thing about, I think Michigan wins. The best thing about this is I think some of the theatrics and the extra extracurriculars I think that's behind both these teams. I just want to see a clean game, no injuries, no fights, no dumb stuff. Just go out there and play and, and kind of gain some of that respect back in this rivalry. 
His name, uh, Jake Butt. Yeah, you can see him on the Big Ten Network, uh, Nebraska, Minnesota this weekend. Uh, all the platforms. Uh, keep ascending, my man. You're doing great work. Thank you, man. Yeah, hit me anytime. Happy to join you guys. Thanks for having me on. All right, Jake Butt. I think he's the next Joel Clapp. Joel had that same thing where he started off doing conference games. I really do. I, I think Jake is going to be a national figure, if he's not already, within the next year or two. That would be my guess. I do want to throw out our huge question of the day. How many of you believe Harbaugh would actually send somebody to an opponent's stadium to scout signs? I want your feedback. 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Mercantile Bank with locations all across Michigan. They're a Michigan-based bank. Michigan-based team members, Michigan-based decision-makers. And your money stays right here in Michigan. You can also drop your opinions at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook, and on the Huge text chain, text the word HUGE to 21000. Everything HUGE, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Imagine this. Winning big at Soaring Eagle. It's pumpkin coin toss, and you can carve out wicked premium play prizes up to three grand. There are drawings every Friday in October from 5 to 11 p.m., and two lucky guests every hour toss to win up to $3,000 premium play. Be there for pumpkin coin toss only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Huge here for Michigan's number one med spa, Urban U. They have locations in the Grand Rapids metro area and also on the east side of the state in Northville. And guys, you need to think about what I just did. I got a hydrofacial. So I watched my pores cleansed in less than 30 minutes. And when they showed me the dirt and grime they took off my face, it was shocking. Urban U can help your skin health. Go to theurbanu.com to find out more. That's theurbanu.com. And now to the chopper for our traffic report. There's a lot of traffic. It must be headed to Meyer for the buy five, save five dollars sale. Shop Deli Fresher Carving Board Lunch Meat, General Mills Family Size Cereal, and Pepperidge Farm Goldfish. All buy five, save five dollars. Mix or match at Meyer. <laughs> okay. Deals so good, you've just got to talk about them. Meyer exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Here for my friends from Coppercraft Distillery. Now they're a Michigan-based company, and they have a message for anybody 21 and up. You're going to want to get hooked up with this Honolulu Blue, a premium can cocktail. Vodka, blue raspberry lemonade. This special limited edition can cocktail is available at local stores, pubs, and restaurants. And when you're cheering on our favorite pro football team, TDs, tailgates, and more, make sure you grab a Honolulu Blue from Coppercraft Distillery. Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. 
Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. show is back live across michigan superfly hayes is our executive producer we're all about huge opinions big name guest superfly said all his michigan state friends were texting him saying how come huge isn't tweeting and posting about harbaugh stealing signs he's been accused and anybody that thinks harbaugh would send somebody in person at a stadium to scout rutgers minnesota Nebraska has to be two of those teams. Are you kidding me? Really? Oh, he could have his video crew. It wouldn't surprise me. Jake Budd said it wasn't open with the team when he played, but that there is not a football analyst who is trying to crack the code all the time. Which, by the way, according to the NCAA bylaws legal, you just can't send somebody off campus in person scouting a future opponent. You can't do that. But it's a big story for Michigan-Michigan State Rivalry Week because there's no story connected to the game outside of the fact that Michigan is a 25-point favorite on the DraftKings Sportsbook app Big Board. 25 points. That's what you have going right now. I just, you know, the NCAA, the way you can announce an investigation based on allegations... I've always said this, even with our justice and court system, that allegations can get all this coverage in the media without any facts presented. And I get, you know, freedom of speech and freedom of information. And, you know, I'm in the media business. But the way you can just kind of taint Harbaugh, and I don't trust the NCAA because they're looking the other way when guys like Hunter Dickinson are taking a bigger payday to go to Kansas than stay of Michigan. That NIL is pay to play right now. It is. Pay to play. How, how many commercials? You see the occasional, you know, Caleb Williams is in a couple of commercials, right? I've seen, you know, Bryce Young back in the day when he was still in college in some commercials. But for the most part, this chunk of money that kids are getting to go to a school is pay to play. And the NCAA won't even look at it. But we've seen these minor infractions with Harbaugh that became major news stories. But isn't that the way how America operates right now? That a small story is a diversion from the bigger issues. Now, if you had somebody standing in front of a microphone or off camera saying that Harbaugh sent me to scout future opponents, which is against NCAA rules. I would be right there. But you know what? With the way Harbaugh has taken on the NCAA and thrown pot shots, that just these allegations and the NCAA notifying the Big Ten Conference and the school 
that they're investigating allegations of sign stealing by the University of Michigan football program. You make them look like thieves without any evidence or any investigation. That's how the NCAA operates. Meanwhile, hundreds of thousands of dollars, who knows, maybe even millions, is exchanged hands by transfers and recruits on pay-to-play, but the NCAA investigators will look the other way. They've been that way all along. And now this seems to be personal against Harbaugh because he's taken on the NCAA on cheeseburgers or talking during COVID-19. And my God, who had any rules during COVID-19? It was a daily work in progress. For me to sit here and say there's no way Harbaugh would do anything, I can't do that. But I will tell you, two-time defending Big Ten champions, back-to-back college football playoff appearances. You think he's going to risk it by sending somebody to watch Rutgers, Michigan State, Nebraska, Minnesota? I don't think so. 24-7, everything you need connected to this show is free, and it's at thehugeshow.net. Big. Bad. Huge.